0: This is JFM Podcast.
1: Critical issues are getting exposed for a better understanding on a daily basis.
2: All I'm trying to say is that within Panshin local government, from 1999 till date, we have never been to the Senate. Leading to.
1: Critical social, political, and economic conversations by those who matter.
3: If you
2: chop alone, you will die alone. He did not chop alone. So it is his turn to chop. So today look at the consequences. That is such a man that had the timidity, the audacity to talk to a governor who still produced produced produce the highest votes in
1: 2015. In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his own boy will be governor. The best journalist are seeking all the hidden answers with active citizens reacting.
2: As at the time that Sormulad left office, that was in 1983, there was a very big gap between 1983 and also 1999.
1: Seriously. Join upon Sakfire and Gilbert Joseph as the talk to those that matter to enable you grapple with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria at sunset on J 101.9 FM. <laughs>
4: Hello there, very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria Tonset on J101.9 here in Joss. My name is Ponsakfa and I have a beautiful uh, Thursday evening, 11th of January 2024. Uh, feels good to be uh, here and today, while Gilbert is not uh, here with me, he he's out uh, of town. Uh, he's uh, trying to get the report for us uh, tomorrow at the uh, Supreme Court. I mean, tomorrow is going to be the final verdict in the uh, governorship appeal filed by Governor Caleb Mutfang because, I mean, he wasn't satisfied with the decision of the lower court. That is a court of appeal uh, in its case, you know. Uh, well, so Gilbert uh, is there because JFM, I mean, we want to bring you the stories as it happens in a very accurate way. Uh, speed is good, but accuracy, I think, is better, and that is one of our uh, guiding principles uh, here. Well, there's palpable apprehension. Well, I say apprehension, but um, anxiety in the air, especially if you're in planter state, uh, because of what has been uh, going on, especially as it involved the uh, governorship petition, uh appeal uh 16th or 17th of january will be when the whole thing is gonna terminate but uh tomorrow in plateau i mean everything is going to terminate so we're going to know who uh will be the governor of Plateau State. you know for the next four years uh pdp apc both are very hopeful and optimistic i mean today i can't even count the number of persons who have called my phone uh to say ah we need a prediction i said look i'm not a prophet uh let's just wait for what the court will decide uh, I didn't give anybody any hope to say, no, we're winning, no, we're not winning, no. No, 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 no. that is not in my place to do. In fact, uh, just this evening, uh, getting set you know, for the show, and then my friend who is uh, in Columbus, Ohio, called me uh, to say, ah, make a like, what's going on at home? Uh, because he's in America, what's going on? I said, look. Uh, tomorrow is the case, and people are anxious about it. Uh, there's anxiety, and so uh, that explains, you know, uh, why you know people are so anxious about uh, what's going on. But tomorrow, I believe by this time tomorrow, every, everything is going to be very clear. Uh, Benway are happy that nobody's anxious in Benway. I mean, uh, Yes, father, like they call him in Benway, that is the Reverend Father Hyacinth Alia, has been declared by the Supreme Court as the duly elected governor of Benway State to serve the uh, term of four years. So, I mean, if you're a Benway, I know that uh, your temper is cool now. Uh, At least you know uh, who is your governor. We're not going to play an insert uh, today, although we have one. But because of want and uh, want of time, I've been looking forward to this conversation, you know, with uh, this erudite uh, professor. Not only a professor, you know, in the academia, but he's a public intellectual. Uh, he has written, professor of archaeology. Archaeology is something that I, I studied, you know, when I was in school, but not in depth. You know, I just... Uh, but right now, it's, it's something that I, I, I studied, you know, just to understand how man has evolved, uh, how, um, what basically is the concept of civilization. Uh, one of my friends, you know, will always say that, look, civilization is ancient human beings copying their hands to scoop water from either a spring or an oasis. That is what it, civilization is all about. And that when he told me then, you know, he was very, very fascinating and he stuck with me. Uh, I said, look, nobody will tell me that their civilization is better than my civilization uh, as a human being because uh, I have, you know, how I preserve food, how I cook food. Uh, how I go to farm, you know what informs my dating. What informs, you know how uh, that is if you're how you relate with your wife, how you relate with your children. Those things are civilization, you know. That is what you know makes human beings human beings. I have Professor Zachary Anga Gundu. He is the Vice Chancellor of uh, University of Unka and Benue State. Uh, erudite professor, good evening. Thank you very much for coming, sir.
0: Thank you so much for having me, having me on the program. Yeah, the uh, I, I don't know what to term it,
4: but Governor Kaleb Mulfang of Plant to State has been saying that is a genocide. Uh, but non governmental organizations will always say farmer had a clash. Uh, but scholars like you, you know, you can, I mean, you've researched deep into. Uh, what is actually going on. Now there's a new narrative, you know, that is emerging. And that narrative is that for most of the Middle Belt region of Nigeria, there's heavy deposit of rich mineral resource underneath our soil. And the people killing our people don't want them to enjoy this mineral resources that is God-given, you know, to us. But I'll ask you, Prof., if you take my land, where will I grow my food?
0: Well, if, some, if somebody takes your land and you don't have any other land to grow food on, you will probably have to buy food to survive. And if you don't buy food to survive, you will die because you will not have food
4: so that person doesn't like me the person who is wanting to take my land, it, it well, shows that-
0: well, of course the person doesn't like you if he liked you he will not do that uh, but the issues on the plateau in middle Nigeria North Central in fact, the issues across the country uh, are slightly more complicated that just people coming to take your land because they want to deprive you of land mm. to uh, grow food. Uh, <clears throat> the interesting fact is that probably for all the rural population in this country, what connects them to this country is the land. Yeah. So if you take that land you deny them the connection to this country. Mm-hmm. Because the person who is in Mangu, who is in Ladi, who is in Bokos, who is in banue who is in Taraba, who is in Nasara, who is anywhere in the rural area, if you take his land, he may not be in a position to go anywhere to live so you are actually killing him just by taking that land, even if you don't kill him physically it's not like the rich person It's not like the educated person like you if i chase you from this country Mm. because of your training you can go to some other place you can still survive if you chase atiku out of this place you chase the president out of nigeria Mm. he will go to some other place because he has money, because he has some other competencies and skills, he's likely going to survive. But if you pick the farmer and take away his land, he's not going to survive, even if you don't kill him. But as you rightly pointed out, <clears throat> what is happening in parts of this country as far as rural banditry and insecurity is concerned is tied to mineral resources underground Mm -hmm. and it's so unfortunate that on the plateau and parts of southern kaduna parts of Nasarawa, we have not paid attention to the colonial records
4: if you say pay attention do you mean as a People? As indigenous people? No, no, or no as, as government. government as go- government. Okay,
0: government. As government. And even, even as indigenous people. who have not paid attention to the colonial records, the geological records that show that we are sitting on gold mines and mineral resources that can actually help this country to go into the future. Yeah, but some people,
4: Prof, some people don't want... For us to help this country, they don't, they just
0: want to grab the yes, resources. I, I'm trying to make the point. Yeah. I'm trying to make the point. If you look at if you look at Bocos, you look at Mang'u, yeah. You look at Barkingladi, you look at Riom, and then you look at parts of Southern Kaduna and parts of Nasarawa State. They form what the geologists would call a Cassiterite bed. Oh. This is a bird that is very rich in gemstones, extremely rich in gemstones. The people who want to destabilize this bird are eyeing these gemstones. They are eyeing these gemstones. So they come in many, 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 many directions. And we ought to know. That the direction they were coming initially was to cause a lot of strife in just township as a whole, destabilize the plateau by causing strife in just the township.
4: Urban area?
0: Yes, the urban area. After they succeeded in doing that, they also went ahead to destabilize the rural areas. Using what you are calling uh, farmer-farmer clashes, they have gone to a a third phase, which is the phase of taking possession of this land to bring in the illegal miners and the people who are supporting them. The government of this country knows this nexus now, so they are saying that big people are behind the rural banditry, especially the rural banditry that is designed to ensure that illegal miners come in to mine. It's happening in Kaduna. It is happening in Zanfara. It is happening in Katsuna. It is happening on the plateau. It is happening in Nasarawa. It is happening in Benwell.
4: But Prof, you know, in all of the places that you've been mentioning that Uh, These things are happening Illegal mining and what have you One tribe I mean all of these people always point Accusing finger on one tribe That is the full Yes. But I mean why is that And the dynamic of this uh, Will I say conflict But grand plan Based on your explanation Is that This thing is devoid of religion It's solely like uh, An ethnic base. You know, some, so is it an economic warfare on, you know, the Nigerian people? Because in Zamfara Katsina, is on record that the governor of Katsina, who is, uh, he says, Hausa, his mom, mm. is Fulani, he said he wouldn't walk, fold his hands and watch uh, some people, you know, and he said, Fulani, you know, come to uh, destroy uh, lands and take over and start, you know, illegal mining and what have you. Why is this, you know, the accusing finger is just on one ethnic group?
0: Well, the accusing finger is on the Fulani, because the full too Stand to benefit But we don't know them with mining We don't know them with, you know uh, Harding of, you know, cattle No, no, but there's a an nexus ex-
4: Okay
0: if, if, if you grab the illegal miners And government also knows Who are the people fueling rural banditry If you grab them You will see that nexus but for the Fulani, why they are so centrally placed here is because of what we have always argued. You see, the Fulanis, as far as we are concerned, are a minority, even in this country. They are a minority. But after the jihad of Osman Fodio, they did something which is very clever and very strategic. Danforth, because of his ethnic chauvinism, decided that in the reformation of Islam, which was what the jihad was all about,
4: you see, reformation of Islam?
0: Yes, reformation. Even if...
4: But, uh, I mean, that would be a strong word for an Islamic theologian because Islam as a religion hasn't gone through reformation.
0: No, 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 no. What he was saying was Islam, as practiced by the Hausa... Oh. Yes. Okay. ...was not practiced in its pure form.
4: How about Canoris?
0: Yes. Well, the Kanuris resisted him. The Kanuris told him off. If you read his letters between uh, be- the letters between him and the canary leaders they told him off they said they knew islam well before the house the, the Fulanis, is mm-hmm. so he could not come to canary land and then expect that his message would be heard they stood their ground that is why the shehus And all the leaders in Kanuri land, they are not Fulani. But when he came to Kano, he insisted that it must be Fulani. Among the houses. Among the houses. He went to Katsuna. It must be Fulani. He came to Bauchi. It must be Fulani. He came to all these places, including places that were outside Hausa land, like uh, when you talk to Ilorin. When, we, when you talk about it, Lauren, he insisted, it that. must be full on it. Mm. So, what he did, cleverly, and this is where we talk about political Islam, which most people have never, never critically assessed. You come out, you say the houses are not doing the correct Islam. You have brought the correct Islam. But your correct Islam would only mean that It is the Fulani person who will even lead the prayers even if you are in Yoruba land, even if you are in Hausa land, even if you are in Gwari land, even if you are in some other place where the Fulani's are not there. Exclusivism. Yes. They see themselves as blue blood. What he did, incidentally, was he put Fulani emirs across the caliphate. And mind you, the Canaries resisted him. Mm-hmm. And they resisted him using proper Islamic documents and information to say that they knew what they were doing. But because he put Fulani people in all the caliphate uh, emirates, he had prepared the whole people to think that Islam was synonymous with the Fulani people. By the time the Europeans came, Mm -hmm. they divided us in order to rule us with the support of the Fulani. So if they wanted to give any person anything in Kano, they consulted the Emir. And the Emir would nominate a Fulani person. And the houses are there? The houses are there. If they wanted to give any person anything in Zaria, because the Europeans were working treacherously with the Fulani people, they would give a Fulani person. So before you knew what was happening, it was Fulani there. What has happened in the past few years yeah, yeah, Pro. Uh,
4: before you go to uh, your next point, based on this analysis and this uh, knowledge that you are sharing, it makes me cast my mind on the Jews. The Jews, I mean, Judaism is the only religion that is a religion and an ethnic group, you know, at the same time. And even if you uh, proselyte, you know, you become uh, you accept Judaism, you know, as your way of life. You know, uh, they they don't they hardly accept. Except you are pu- purely born uh, a Jew, I, I Prov, are you saying that this is the same mentality that uh, uh, the Fulanis, you know, carry? I,
0: I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say the Fulanese are sophisticated as the Jews. I wouldn't even say that they have the polish the Jews have. But uh, you can't. You Even if you don't like them, what you can say the Fulanese have done is they have they created a consciousness for the Fulanese of the whole world. Hmm. And they are looking for places for the Fulanese of the whole world to settle. I, same, thing like same thing like Judaism. Same but thing I'm like Judaism. But I'm saying you. that they are not as obfuscated as, as the Jews. Okay. Okay. Yet. Okay. Okay. Yet. But they are looking for refuge places for the planing of the whole world to settle, that is why we know that in many parts of now central Nigeria, when they displace people, they rename the settlements. It has happened on the plateau. When they displace people, they rename the settlements. Like I've been, I've been wanting to, I've been asking,
4: what is the original name of Mahanga? Mahanga is a border community between Bokos and Barkin Ladi. What is oh, I'm still finding? What is the indigenous uh, name, you know, of Mahanga? Well, well that is, you know, just yeah, my yeah.
0: Well, well it's just it's just to show you, you know, the, the history in place names. So if you displace a people, you displace a people, and then you settle there and you give your own, the name of your own, yeah. your own name from all, your own language, you, you are trying to imprint on the landscape that you, your history is connected to that place. This is what they are trying to do. They are trying to say that, look, we belong to this place, we belong to this place, we belong to this place. And they are serious about it. If you know, it is just that the other parts of the world, sorry, the other parts of the country have come out clearly to see through this agenda. Otherwise, every person knows. I don't know which part of the plateau you are. I'm
4: Tarok, I'm from Mankato. Okay, Montana, you are Tarok. Yeah.
0: But I studied on the plateau, so I know. I yeah. have friends here, yeah. and they tell me. Yeah. The rural landscape of this country, and particularly North Central, has been taken over by Fulani militant cells. They are there. They are there. They are existing. And it's unfortunate that we have security. People who are paid to collect this information and to analyze this information. I don't know whether they know it but the truth of the matter is that they are active cells across this country okay
4: one 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 question you know uh prof you talked about you know this cell the aftermath of the christmas eve killing you know uh genocide in 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 boko's one of the reports they are getting is that uh the i mean state actors that is the security agencies will arrest people, young people, who come out in self-defense. Of course, you heard what the uh, chief of army staff, Taurit Labaja, said, Mm -hmm. that Nigerians are not allowed to carry arms. T.Y. Dunjuma some years ago, said that you need to defend yourself. And if the government is saying that, no, you don't have the right to defend yourself, why is the government not providing protecting you against someone that is coming to kill you and take your land? And, you know, just like the questioner asked, if you take my land, where will I grow my food?
0: Well, they, I don't think any person who has known what happens when these terrorists attack the rural areas uh, would believe that government agencies or security forces can defend anybody. In parts of, Benwell, in parts of Benwell, people were also slaughtered like what happened in Boko's mm. and parts of Plateau. Mm. No person came there. No person came to defend them. But as you have rightly said, even in Banu, they will go to the rural areas and they will be arresting people with machetes and mm. guns. Why? They will leave the Fulani people and the bandits and the criminals to be holding sophisticated guns. In fact, Those who know anything about guns Know that when you hear the sound of a gun Even if you are a military man You know that the sound of that gun Is more than what you are even carrying You will run away So when they see these people They don't arrest them But when they see the rural farmer With a machete And with bows and arrows they They will arrest them But the truth of the matter is that That too will soon stop because the more people are convinced that government is playing on their intellect, the more people are convinced that this government cannot defend them, the more it will be difficult for this government to go about arresting every other person with a machete. Because other people will say, before you receive my machete, you have to kill me. Other people will say, before you receive my dengue, you will have to kill me. And when people come out as strongly like that, there's no power on earth. There's no power on earth that can stop their resolve. But we're here to see it.
4: I mean, we're here to see it in the sense that, uh, to speak, uh, there hasn't been any move towards saying that, okay, a state or community should control what is underneath the soil. What we get is that the governor you know, is in charge of land,
0: but the federal government is in charge of what is underneath the land. That
4: like is the, contradiction.
0: The, the governors are weak. If I were to tell you, the governors of the middle-birth region are weak. But it's like a constitutional matter? It's, it's, not, it's not a constitutional matter as such. It's okay. not. Okay. If you are a governor, and you want to defend your people, and you want to speak with, for your people, mm. do you have to wait for the constitution? you don't have to wait you don't have to wait so it has to be something like we power the the business people who are going into Nasarawa state for example and packing some of these minerals illegally you think government doesn't know about this you think that government doesn't know about this you think that the government of, of plateau state doesn't know that this bird that is being attacked by these criminals is a bird that is rich in gemstones. So even if the governors, the governors, are not able to have the political will, what of the people themselves? Can the people think? Are the people not tired of what is happening? Well, what can the people do? I mean, the, the, the... people can do a lot. Okay, the people why, 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 why are you talking like this? The people can do it. Every single part of this world that has been liberated, has been liberated because of the resolve of the people, of the people. Look back in history. Look back in history. Look back to European history.. Mm-hmm. Look back to what is happening even in the Middle East now. When the people are resolved, and when they come to a position to begin to appreciate that they have pushed us to the wall, something we give. Something we give. Are we not the people who have elected this uh, government? Mm-hmm. Elected. Whether you call it election in courts, We are so we are the people putting these people there we put the president there we put uh, tomorrow we know who we put there but we we'll know the it. person yeah. we put but tomorrow they will tell us so if you are putting people there why wouldn't you get these people to defend you and speak for you why wouldn't we do that okay.
4: My, my uh, next question, uh, Prof, will be How can we normalize? Because I know that I have friends who are Fulanians, you know, mm. and they are so worried yes. about uh, the criminal element, you know, among them. How can, you know, the, the indigenous people restore? Because Boko's local government, you know, has had a mixture of uh, Fulanis, indigenous people, you know, and they've lived for many, many years in 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 harmony, you know, in uh, celebrating uh, each other's culture and uh, appreciating our diversity. How can we restore back that relationship with the good ones uh, while we um, organize ourselves or come together? The good ones uh, that is from the uh, Fulanis and then the Indigenous people to say, look, we are going to chase you know the bad people, you know the evil people amongst us. Is that a possibility? You think, probably
0: Well, there is a possibility if we do the right thing. There is a possibility we do the right thing. As I told you, these people came. These people came. They used three strategies. First, let us destabilize the urban areas. They succeeded in destabilizing a place like Jos. And they're doing it precisely using the wrong strategies. The creation of uh, Jos, not local government, for example, they allowed it to happen. They allowed it to happen. They destabilized the place. Then they came, out, they came with feathers and farmers. And the argument most of us were, pursuing was if you want to keep cows you ranch them mm-hmm. we succeeded in making sure that benwell state had a law the then governor of plateau State, along for whatever reasons didn't do that and he thought he was playing a good boy to the powers that be it didn't work out and now they are going for the mineral areas. So the thing is to do the correct thing. The thing is to do the correct thing. Recognize all of us as citizens of this country. Mm-hmm. And recognize the fact that they are people who have ancestral rights to land. Where are the Fulanese coming from? Why can't they go back to where they have ancestral rights? rights to land and stay there so it's not issue of somebody is trying to be bad to a good full and neighbor. it's not like that we are citizens of this country people who have ancestral lands to uh, rights to land and you cannot just bring them or rather chase them away from these rights because you are holding a gun or because you control the military, or you control the security, or you are a big politician somewhere.
4: All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Professor Zakari Gundu, uh, the Vice Chancellor uh, University of mka, M- mka in Benway State. Thank you so much. Uh, I look forward. To, uh, you know, I always uh, enjoy talking with you uh, and learning. You know, from your wealth of experience. Well, this is a two part interview. We're going so to much. Uh, let Prof go and then we'll have the Speaker of the Plateau State House of Assembly, Right Honorable Gabriel Dewan Kudang Bena. He's here with us. Stay here.
1: Critical issues are getting exposed for a better understanding on a daily basis.
2: All I'm trying to say is that within punch Local Government from
1: 1999 till date, we have never been to the Senate. Leading to critical social, political, and economic conversations by those who matter.
3: If you chop alone,
2: you will die alone. He did not chop alone. So it is his turn to chop. So, today, look at the consequences. That is such a man that had the timidity, the audacity to
1: talk to a governor who still produced produce the highest votes in 2015. In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his own boy will be governor. The best journalist are seeking all the hidden answers with active citizens reacting. As at the
2: time that Stromolad left office, that was in 1983, there was a very big gap between 1983 and also
1: 1999. Seriously. Join Bon Sakfire and Gilbert Joseph as the talk to those that matter to enable you grapple with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria at sunset on J 101.9 FM. <laughs>
4: Well, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria <coughs> at Sunset on J101.9 here in Joss. Uh, the first part of the interview or the conversation was uh, was with Professor zachary Anga Gundu. He's the Vice-Chancellor of the University of Mka, Mka in Benway State. Uh, right now, I have the Honorable Speaker, Plateau State House of Assembly, Right Honorable Gabriel Dewan Kudangbena, the member representing Pangshin North State Constituency, and he's from the Young Progressives Party YPP. Good evening, and thank you so much for coming, uh, Mr. Speaker.
2: Good evening, Pastor. Good evening, listeners. Good evening, Plato. It's my pleasure meeting you once again.
4: Yeah, Happy New Year. It's good to see you again.
2: Wish you long life. Hoping to see you
4: 2025. Amen. Thank you so much for your good prayers. You. Well, uh, there has been some controversies surrounding the fact that uh, you locked up the house. Uh, first, I mean... Uh, recess was called and then PDP members lost their seat. Uh, that is, you know, after the recess and then uh, right, we was still in recess now. But talk to us about what would you like for Plow 2 people to understand surrounding the controversy around there?
2: Well, I, I have choose never to say anything about that allegations since last year. A lot of allegations defamation has been going on. I have chosen to remain mute because the politics of the legislation is different from the lies, the propaganda, and the misconception that they are selling out there. First, I want to clear a notion which you put to me that I close the house. I never close the house of assembly. Okay. You know, no Thank one, you. No single member or speaker have the right to close house like that. It's not anybody's house. It's not my father's property. Neither is my own personal residence. I will just close it just like that. The house went on recess, which it adjoined till January twenty third. Mm-hmm. A motion was moved, a motion was second, there was no contrary opinion. And as a speaker, I have no choice than to abide by the proceeding of the house, which have agreed that the house should go on recess. And the house was on recess. But there are insinuations that many are saying there is issue of public origin importance, the house can't recover. And sure. Our house rules state declare if there is issue of public origin importance, how can reconvene.
4: And what are some of those issues? Do you think you know? When it does it do with constituencies? Okay,
2: that is why, you, as you can see, one week ago or thereabout, we yeah. convene. We are the, we call ourselves. We all travel from our various constituencies back to just All of us, the eight members who are legitimate in the house now, and we address a world press. Oh, conference. so you are
4: yet to even inaugurate the A. P. C. members no, back into the house? We are
2: yet to integrate them because okay. we cannot integrate them while we're unresisted. But Oh, that is the proceedings of yes. the... Okay, yes. Okay, yes. okay, 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 okay. You can them what we are oh, okay. It's just like when you have been issued admission and the school is on holiday... No, I can't resume. <laughs> then you know you can't resume until when the school yeah. resumes, then you come and you... Document, you know, the matriculation. Document, they show you a class and yeah. you start your lectures proper. Mm. That is how it's done everywhere. Mm. But you know, when it comes to politics, people sell different narration. And ironically, I'm just one in my party. We're eight. And the 16 members we are talking about are my colleagues who so I'm going to work with them for three to four years. Mm-hmm. And I have seven APC members with me. And constitutions based on the rule of the house, there is a leader of APC caucus in the house, whom the 16 members and the party of the APC should write through him to communicate me officially that the 16 members of their party are now with us from the court. And as I'm talking to you, I have not received any communication, either from EINIC, either from oh. court, Neither from the caucus of the APC in the house informing me as a speaker that these members are waiting for swearing in, okay. but I believe maybe they are waiting for recess to to come off. Then they will come. So when are we looking for in. the recess? You know, recess. we are resuming from recess on the twenty third of this very month. Oh, twenty third. As I want to make something clear. Okay. That's what we call executive order in parliamentary. Okay. That the executive governor can give an executive order.
4: What does that mean?
2: The executive order. Maybe, as I earlier said, in terms of security or in terms of any issue that have to do with the well-being of the state, that you need uh, legislative backing, that you want OGN uh, uh, legislative backing. We have no choice them to, to convene.
4: Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about tomorrow. I mean, there's serious anxiety. Uh, I, I know that, uh, like we say, in our local Nigerian palace, you will consign you. Because you are from the YPP and what you're
2: concerned because I was doing plateau, and I'm a yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. But I, I would say directly, I mean, mm. uh, whether you go anyway, we are fine, you know, you remain speaker <laughs> as mm. the Lord will have it. But let's talk about uh, what are some of the anxieties you know that you feel people you know are, re- are postulating apostolating about, you know, as we speak.
2: You see, we're all plateau uh, brothers. Mm. The, the, the major point of contention if you follow social media and people's opinions, I can say everybody is arguing based on his own interest. That's all I can deduce from what is going on in the plateau today. But for me, I'm a unifier. I'm in between. I pray for successful uh, outcome at the Supreme Court for anybody who the court of the land decided. The good part of it is that both the PDP, His Excellency a Khaled Mutfank, the APC, Dr. Nenta Wailwara, they are both of plateau origin, they are both plateau blots and as I always say anywhere I go, God Almighty is a decider over every human endeavor. Every sentiment, no amount of sentiment, no amount of cast- castigation, defamation that were abused, spewing on social media will change what God has destined everybody. Mm-hmm. And I want to make it clear, before we were created, Bort Caliph Modifam and Dr. Nento Ayulwada from the deed they were given back God Almighty have designed what will happen in their stage of life. All of us like myself, I never knew I'm going to be asked member, talking about becoming a minority, we, to even assume an office of speaker, even as a long man in my own party, God have destiny that in certain period of time that will happen. And that is what I expect every platoist to realize that the ruling of the Supreme Court tomorrow is going to manifest what I've already destined mm. over Plato. And my appeal to all plateau. And you're open to
4: work with anybody?
2: I'm very open to work with everybody yeah. because I'm not an appointee. Yeah, definitely. I have people mandate. Yeah. I'm elected, legitimately elected. I won my election. I'm the only member who my election was never contested by anybody in, in any court. Yeah. court really low. We, yeah. And as such... I'm ready to work with anybody whom got up destined that is going to be the governor of Plateau. I don't have any special interest because even from day one, I am for Plateau and I remain for Plateau.
4: I'm, I'm so happy that, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned one strong word. You said that you're a unifier. Yes. Talk to young people because the vituperation, the vitriol, the hate, you know, the passion that I see, you know, on social media, and I'm thankful that you know, I, I the only medium that I use is WhatsApp. Uh, but what people tell me they see on you know other social media platforms for me is worrisome. Uh, as young people, what will you tell young people to eschew bitterness, so, so that tomorrow, if it goes any way, you know, life will continue and people, uh, because it's like the youth of
2: Plato are taking politics into becoming a career. You know, nowadays, you see, all those things bounce back to lack of self-confidence. You know, when someone don't have confidence in himself, and he believes that his only means of survival rely on another particular person, then he sees everything tied down to that person. So, my message and my admonishment to my fellow youths is that let's believe that anything God has destined to us as individuals, let's pray over it that God should unlock our destinies for us. But the way they are, some are going about it, making it look as if without either Mr. A or Mr. B, their own has come to an end. is very appalling. So my simple message is that from the creation, from the day God created you, you have what he has deposited uh, for you from the day they give back to you. So let everybody take his destiny to his hand, pray over it, let the will of God be done. If God says that this is what you will be, whosoever become governor, it can never change what God has designed for you. If God said you are, you are not going to be anything, or you are going to end up the way you are. Whosoever, if it is your own blood brother, mm. they become governor. You will not change anything. Political power is transcendent. There were people before. Uh, now we have governors who have been governors. But we have presidents who have been president before, and I expect our people to realize that everything is not tied down to politi- uh, to politics. You go go to South South, go to Southeast, go to other uh, states, and you can see. Things are happening. It's not all about politics. You go to Abuja, you are driving him as a speaker. You see a young man of your age who is doing well in business. We don't even turn and look at you. We don't even care who you are because they're excelling. Why do we tell ourselves all about politics? Plato have a lot of potentials. I advise my fellow youths to look beyond politics. And let's be careful some of the uh, engagement we engage each other trying to protect our political interests. Especially my own generation. Because you see we are youth what lies ahead of us is bigger than what we are thinking today today has come and passed but tomorrow is pregnant nobody can predict tomorrow we can predict today because already has passed you know what happened between morning and this evening mm-hmm. but what will happen tomorrow to even you can't you can't tell so it's so so appalling the way we are engage ourselves and you know the painful part of it is that our youths are uh, so so acquainted with what we call eye service on social media. They like writing... Psychophancy? What, yes, or, psy- or, that, is, that is the clear word for it. Psychophancy. Okay. People like writing what we impressed their peer masters. What they will write is different, what they go and say behind the scene. And it's very, it's very, very unfortunate. And I'm appealing to all of us, the political class also, to always admonish our supporters to look beyond self, uh, uh, self and public appraisal. While we go beyond doing otherwise, because if you wrote people who are writing defamatory statements against your umbrella in the name politics, mm. it means you are encouraging them what they are doing is right. Mm. So, I expect that all the political players should admonish, caution their supporters on need to preach unity, preach peace beyond uh, what we are seeing on social media. Interestingly, Dr. Nentewa Yilwada, but it's the Mutfam, they are both Gosa. Family. Yeah, Yeah. They are bought from. Koking are you Gosa family. too? I'm not. I'm Papa from Panshin. Okay. Okay. There are three unique things that join them together. One, they're of Gosa family. No, let's start
4: with Plato first. Yeah.
2: One, fine, yeah. very interesting. In fact, <laughs> one, they bought are from Central Zone. Of course. Secondly, they're bought from Cochin family. Koking, okay. Two, both of them are product of Gosa. Gosa. Fourth, both of them are children of pastors. Bought their parents we are yeah. pastors in cooking church. That is a good way to and look at it. To crown it up, both of them, I can tell you that they have never insulted each other.
4: As I've not others, seen it yet. I have never seen it. That is true. And that is true. They shook
2: their side whenever they meet, they laugh, they smile, and I so much believe they discussing plateau. I so yeah. much believe that. Yeah. So if them the key players don't have problem, why are we trying to create tension? Go around the state and see what is going on. Mm. Look at the tension. And if anything goes wrong, if anything happens. Will Barista Kale Put fun, the executive governor and Dr. will Ayelwada be affected? Will their family be affected? No. Will my family be affected? Mm. Will all the political class family be affected? Mm. At the end of the day, it's the children of nobody. Yeah. they will be on the street. It's the children of nobody that will fall victim. Mm. So I'm admonishing each and every citizen of Plateau that this is the time where at the cross line of this state is the time Plateau is too fragile for any political clashes. Mm. Plato is too fragile for any political uh, rivalry. This is the time for us to take our destiny to God and accept everything as the will of God, so that Plato will move forward for the betterment of the next generation.
4: I I so much, you know, love what you said because um, I mean this is uh, about Plato. Uh, Maybe we're going to take one phone call, uh, right, Honorable, and then you give your response because this is the first time I'm going to interview you. Uh, you Yes, so you're going to say your agenda. For the young people of Plateau State in terms of legislation, but let's take this. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello. Okay, uh, that wasn't working. Let's try this. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling.
3: Hello, very good evening, Mr. Consultant. Now,
4: yeah, tell us your name and join the conversation.
3: Thank you very much. This is the Boss of Angwar Kuba. Great conversation. I don't want you, Solomon.
4: We're listening. Go ahead.
3: Thank you so much. I have had the speaker, a wonderful speaker. God bless you. Indeed, the speaker has spoken very, very well. At least, uh, youth that have listened to this conversation is very effective. Very uh, but for that, you know, politics has to do with interest. Even the young ones, too, they have their interest. Except for those who take it as uh, a very, uh, like a war. You know, that is where the problem will come from. But every politician has an interest as far as there is no war. What we uh, are trying to say here is that the police, uh, the speaker should do it with a matter of urgency to ensure that the House of Assembly members Philosophy about what is happening in Boko, that's why we elected them for. And I have confidence on Filumon. Uh, I mean, uh, the one I have confidence on. That are I speaking to it as a matter of urgent please to at least to rescue this situation. Yes, uh, you know, you know, you be before me When we have the lawmakers, at least to preside over our, our challenges. And these things are happening uh, while they are arrested. I believe uh, they have uh, they have discussed about it. Thank you very much.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling.
5: Yes, good evening, Mr. Posa.
4: Yes, tell us your name and join the conversation.
5: My name is Marin, I'm calling you from Bocos.
4: We're listening. Thanks for calling.
5: Well, the speaker has spoken well, but my problem is they talk as if they, what they are saying on here is different from what you feel. Maybe like personal. what they're doing is not like that. Well, why, 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 is, why? You hear them on radio on here when they're on here, they, they talk like... It's going to be happening like that, but that's
4: not how they are that. Alright, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, good evening, thank you for calling.
5: Yes, good evening, Fanta Tell it us your name today? and join the
4: conversation, you
5: know? sir. Y- yes, this more calling from Viking Laddie. We're listening. Honestly, I give it to the prof, I give it to the gays, they have, they, have they have said it all, because these people let me tell you something, it's a secret agenda. You know, because once they displace people, they will now invite their fellow brothers from somewhere, even from outside places, even from within the neighboring local government, they will come and occupy those places that they displace people. And at the end of the day, you will never see any security personnel challenge them, if they kind of, you, you know, to kind of fight them back. And you will see that they are bringing visitors to come and help them fight. As, at the end of the day, we the Native will end up in pains. at the end of the day when the youth come out, You will see that arrests will make and they will be arresting the youth. You understand? So, the situation of this country concerning these headers, killers, these people, you understand? It's a kind of strategies that they have been using. They have already laid ambush on our streets because they have a lot of relationships with the with, with
4: some Thank you, thank you. There's a much to we'll take. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Thank you thank you this is a much we we'll take thank you well this is a much we we'll take uh, right honorable uh, dewan i mean uh, mr speaker go ahead and give your agenda for plateau young people
2: you see if we are to talk about agenda for plateau the first agenda i want for plateau people is unity unity yeah. there's nothing there's no any agenda that can be achievable apart from unity. We must first be united. It's when we're united before we come together and decide what do we want as a state so that we can progress. But when we're not united, when we're divided by, uh, based on tribalism, ethnicity, religion, party differences, how can we progress? Any agenda that we set without unity is going to fail. Woefully. So the first agenda now, we should forget about everything. Let's first preach unity deep inside of it. Let's every plot accept That we are one plateau uh, people with one agenda of unity. When we are united and we come on the round table as brothers and sisters, then we realize that, okay, what do we want as people? What next? What is the way forward? We start talking about our development, looking at which sectors should we first start with. But if we're not united, if today you say this is what we want, some section are castigating, are going against it, they are going behind, trying to sabotage it. Can we move forward? We can never move forward. So the first thing we should be united. Then the next thing is the security.
4: Security, yeah.
2: And we can only achieve that with unity. As we are united, then we come up with ideas, genuine ideas, how we can safeguard our land. We don't have any other place apart from plateau. Look at how our people are dying day in, day out. What can we achieve when people are dying? Nothing. One day, man, you are not safe. Yeah. We wake up, we fall victim. So the best thing is for us to first accept genuine unity, genuine reconciliation, Genuine forgiveness, that is very key because lack of the unity is, some people are saying, I was offended some years back, it's time to pay back. I was this, I was that. We must realize that let the past be, be the and let's face the future. That is the kind of person I, I don't look back. Those who know me know how I operate. Anything that's happened from morning to this very moment has expired. Because I start looking back, it will distract my plan for tomorrow, mm-hmm. and when it distract my uh, plans for tomorrow, my tomorrow is going to fail woefully. Okay. So the best sh- thing is to first. Should we look, of,
4: look Should we look forward for to a robust relationship with the executive or a confrontational relationship?
2: Definitely, yes. You don't expect confrontation because we cannot succeed when you are having a confrontational relationship because definitely the citizen will suffer. Oh, and our constituents, the citizens, our constituents, all of us in the assembly represent various constituencies. So, when we engage in confrontation with the executive, we're only fighting for our own personal pockets. Then, the constituents, what is the electorate that we represent, we suffer. Mm. So, the best thing is we should look beyond our own self and uh, make a very good relationship with the executive, but not the kind of relationship that we later turn ourselves to be robust term because you know, the I was going to say that. The executive on their own part, that's way you present yourself to them that they end up pocketing you yeah. and the, the citizens suffer. So mm. But as I said, we are going to operate the modest relationship in such a way that our constituents would be represented well and the interest of the executive, anything they bring that is for the interest of the state will also be protected and be uh, wealthy. Uh, uh, protected. But anything that they bring for self-interest or for any elite, you know, we politicians, there are some certain laws, there are some certain things we bring on board in order to, you know, to favor us while these followers improve us. Myself, I'm a product of the masses, yeah. not product of any elite or any product of uh, anything. So Thank I will you. do everything that will project the interest of my electorate.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Right Honorable Gabriel Dewan Kudangbena. The Honorable Speaker, Plateau State House of Assembly, the member representing Pangxing North State Constituency on the platform of the Young Progressives Party, YPP. Thank you so much for coming. I
2: appreciate it.
4: Dear listener, this is the much we take on the show. Do have a good evening. The news will come your way top of the hour, 6 o'clock. My name is Ponsak Fanap. Bye now. Mm-hmm.